0: Hello, podcasters. Yakko Warner here. The only podcast we listen to in the Water Tower is An Elegant Weapon. So you clearly are among the geniuses
1: of the world. Good night, everybody! An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon but a more civilized age.
0: This is a journey into sound.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 229. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi, Ross, Ross, Jedi, J. And as always, it's so wonderful to be back here with all you beautiful babies in the L5J studios. few things to get into before the adventure and excitement of this week. This episode of An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by the Great Philadelphia Comic Con, happening April 7th to 9th at the Great Philadelphia Expo Center. Y'all need to be there. I will be there. An elegant Weapon will be there with the Points of Interest Podcast Network. It's going to be a whole bunch of us down there chilling, moderating, making pods. So please come on down. Chill out. It's a great show. This is our third year there, I believe. And it's always good times. It's a comic book show. Great guests. Great celebrities. Please, if you're in the Philadelphia area, April 7th to 9th, do not miss the Great Philadelphia Comic-Con, www.greatphiladelphiacomiccon.com. So yeah, uh, we'll be there. What else is going on coming up the weekend of March 17th at the Metro Toronto Convention Centre, Toronto Comic-Con 2017. Of course, you know, we'll be there. We never miss it with many, many of our awesome friends. So there's a couple uh, Comic-Con adventures coming your way. Another reminder that our good friend Anthony Gazer's Kickstarter for the Heroes of Homeroom C. It's kicking ass and chugging along, but it still needs your help. So please go to Kickstarter and check out Heroes of Homeroom C. It's a very cool story about two little twin kids who lose their powers and have to go back to public school. How's that? That sounds fun, don't it? So get out there. Donate. Support support toronto comics this week's episode features a little adventure i went down to niagara falls that's right i went to the geekery pub if you're not familiar with the geekery pub it's just that it's a pub and it's geeky and it's super cool and you need to go to niagara falls to check it out they were having something called the niagara artists showcase uh so we went down we went to chill and we had grand times indeed uh our chats our chats are with some fine people, uh, all of whom, except one, have appeared on this show numerous times before. Oh, maybe two. Uh, maybe Marvin has. I'm not sure. He might have cameoed at a fan expo in the past or something like that, but I I finally dragged his ass onto the show. So the conversations we have, in fact, are with Mr. Marvin Law and Mr. Sam Noir out of the Toronto area. They got a cool new book coming up called Zip Kramer. We tell you all about it. Uh, who else do we chat with? Our good friend Graham Mizorak, Yuki versus Panda. If y'all don't know this story, oh my God, you're missing out. One of my favorite books to come out of Toronto in years. Uh, we've talked to these guys before. We've talked to Graham before. Um, and we talked to him some more. He's got another book coming out. And we talk a little bit about that as well The Anubis Prophecy. So you're going to hear all those good times. Also, we make a new friend. His name is Gil. Gil, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Gil Palais. Uh, He's an Uber fan in the Niagara area. He's got a Facebook page called Niagara Arts and Comic Community. So y'all should go there and give a like. Uh, I have a little chat with Gil. Introduce myself, see what he's all about. He's all about good things. So you'll get to meet Gil too. And uh, that's going to be that. It's going to be our adventure this week. The Niagara Artists Showcase down in Niagara Falls at the Geekery Pub. Um, Very soon, you also get to hear on our good friends, We Got the Geek Podcast. I got to have a little chat with them. They spun the table and they did a little interview of me for a few minutes and that was super cool. Now, a little bit of a warning. I'm I'm in a pub, meaning uh, there were pints, of which I had several. So if I don't see my uh my usual uh you know <laughs> sharp self, it's cuz the repts. It's no excuse. It's just a reason. I was feeling all right. I was feeling no pain at this event and it may shine through a little bit on this podcast. But there's nothing wrong with recording a podcast when you're feeling no pain. So here we go, kids. Here's my conversations with Marvin Law, Sam Noir, Graham Mizrak, and Gil Pele from the Niagara Artist Showcase at the Geekery Pub. Good times. <laughs> My toys are awesome, Marvin Law. Yes, sir. Listen, my toys are cool. Yeah, they are. You, you're wondering where I get these wonderful toys, toys aren't you?
3: Maybe. You know that you are.
2: Are you enjoying your day here yeah, in Niagara? Of course. At the Geekery Con? Yes, sir. It's fun. I like this place. We need more places like this. Yes, we do. For us to congregate. You're going to be at Toronto Comic Con. Yes, I am. How's that? It's going to be fun. Not that exciting? Yeah, yeah, of course. Are you looking it? Yeah. Yes. How many times have you done Toronto Comic Con? Oh god. Uh for as long as it's been around, I think. Really? Yeah. What's your deal? You were born where? Toronto. In Toronto. Toronto boys, yeah. So you grew up like a Degrassi kid, like playing in the streets? Pretty of much, yeah. I grew up at the snail, literally, I grew up
1: at the Silver Snail. You grew up at the Silver Snail? Pretty much. I was I was there, I discovered the snail at eight years old and never left. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So where did you like live in like? I lived, I live in the east side of Toronto. I was bored in Bathurst St. Clair but I moved to the east side near the, the east, east York.
2: So how does that work growing up as a kid in the city? Because as a suburb kid I don't get it, you know what I mean? Old, so is it like hopping fences and like old 80s movies, New York styles like we saw, do you know what I mean? Like, are you having to deal with no, like the, bums yelling at you and shit? No, like my part of Toronto is considered, was considered like Back for a long time until
1: the GTA merged into one thing, is called a borough. So was such, a, we were like considered sort of like a small town that was kind of associated with Toronto. So which part were you? East York. You were in East York. borough, the borough, okay. the borough right. of East York. Yeah. So we had a very small town feel in the city. Right. Uh, we played like street hockey, street ball hockey, things like that. Okay. And then, yeah, it's like normal kids growing up, just poofing around, playing video games. So how far are you from, like, the core, like, Silver Snail? Oh,
2: uh, so, like, well,
1: 40, if you take the subway on a, on a good day, half an hour, so on a bad day, an hour. So how old
2: a kid, like, growing up in Toronto, you start taking the subway and doing crazy shit like that? Like, how old are you when you first ride the subway alone? Too? 11, 12. Really? Yeah. Yeah? That's crazy. Nah. Like, think about it nowadays. Would you let an 11 or 12-year-old ride the subway yeah. alone? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? It's free. Yeah, I guess. It's free. It's free for them now. Really? For that age? 12 and under. It's free. Uh, Jesus, I'd be riding it
1: all over the goddamn place. Yeah, so growing up as a kid, like, I, my, I grew up with my parents' Used to leave me in the weekend in Chinatown, and with and done. That's my parents, my grandparents. Oh, okay. So it was a hopscotch, a jump for me to head down there. So
2: like Kensington Market, like yeah. growing up, running yeah. around. Yeah, I used airplane. to run there. Been there. I grew up there too. So do you discover comics because of Silver
1: Snail, or uh, you... my cousins? I two older cousins. Okay. They both, they both were into comic books, and they introduced me to the cold comic book scene. All right. I think my cousin got me to draw comics and started from touching his comic collection. Okay. He's like, you <laughs> so know what? Yeah. Instead of you getting your grubby little mitts on my comic books. Right. Which he he has the original John Byrne oh, Claremont run of X-Men. Oh my gosh, yeah. And oh, yeah. So he's like, yeah, oh, instead yeah. Of you touching my books. How about you we sit here and draw comic books and make your own comic were books? Were you drawing before you got into comics? Yeah. Like you were always, yeah, always, always drawing like I was yeah. four years old. My parents had this they had this folder from like, like from elementary school, all like from kindergarten all the way up to grade six. It's filled with all his artwork, like a time capsule of that time here. Nice. That must be
2: Wouldn't cool. Be? Like yeah, it's
1: so so, where your own progression yeah. came from, like years a lot, ago. A lot of Batman back then, Batman, Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man
2: stuff like that. Is that what sucked you? So when you first start going to snails, is that what you're buying? You buy oh god, like yeah, I love comic books. You, love you said your were in, like yeah. indie stuff.
1: Oh yeah, no, like they love they 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 showed me Watchmen. I shouldn't have been reading. I'm like <laughs> eight years old. I'm like really, I'm looking at Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns. And right. I'm like. Why is Batman punching Superman in the face? Right, 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 They're friends, right? Like, I don't understand it all. Like, like, I don't understand this. And mind you, 86 was a rough year for me. Like, Dark Knight Returns, Watchmen, Crisis. Right,
2: yeah. And all this is going on. It's a the big year.
1: Transformers, oh. the animated movie. It's all, yeah, In 1985. Everything happened It's just like, everything just hits the fan. Like, I was a Flash, as a kid growing up, I was a Flash fan. Right. And they murdered my favorite character in the Crisis. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no! So it's a rest a rough year. Like they kill Optimus Prime.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. like,
1: and you're learning like heroes can die. That boy, as a kid.
2: Dude, do you remember when the GI Joe movie came out? Yeah. And
1: TV, they switched, it was straight to TV because they had to kill they killed Duke. That's right, but they put it on. They didn't kill Duke. But they had to redub it. They had to redub they it. They
2: put it on on TV, and I remember me and my parents and like all my friends' parents, everybody in North America is like watching this movie on like a Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. and a big part of the parents watching was that Don Johnson was the voice right. of, oh, Falcon. Of, of Falcon. Falcon. Right? And then I'll never forget that moment when Serpentor throws that snake and it goes into Duke's chest. Yeah. And for the first time ever we see blood. Yeah. We see blood on a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. That changed everything, man. Well that's the thing because
1: originally they actually the, the original and they had Duke dying. Really? Duke died. They actually had to read if you look if you watch the movie again, they actually if you I lip see Falcon's I lipstick it says he's I dead. Did. But they actually read that because of the, there's, there's backlash over the whole Optimus Prime incident. Really? Because f- parents flipped out because no one knew what was going on. They killed everyone, everyone. Everyone's crying in the theaters. Right, right, right. So they said we can't kill him. We can't kill another one. Yeah, we can't take Duke. To and so if you really, if you read the, if you read, the, if, you read the, if you look at his lips, it says he's dead. But actually, he goes. He's alive! It doesn't, it doesn't match up at all.
2: Right, 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 right. Yeah, no,
1: that's one of those funny things. I didn't
2: things. realize that, man. No, that's, that's... crazy. Yeah,
1: that's one of those weird things that, that happens, like, uh, everyone's like, okay.
2: Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah, so Nice. I- well, that's good time. So, listen, people, if you go out to Toronto Comic-Con on March 17th, make sure you go to our Alley. Yep. Yeah. And you find Mr. Marvin Law. Yep. Yeah. And you check out all his awesome illustrations and shit. Sounds good. Marvin, you're a good person. Thank you. I like you. <laughs> I like you, Marvin. You're good stuff. <coughs> Everybody you. find Marvin Law. Check him out. I just I just coerced him in his... He doesn't enjoy the podcasting, but no, I, I just made it. him podcast. Like, that's control I so, so, Well, I think you did pretty good on this. Yeah. I don't think you, you spoiled or gave away too much, so... Marvin Law, everybody. Toronto goodness. I talk It to seems m- like we're a little premature as far as finishing our conversation with Marvin Law. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sam Noir over here started yelling over to start talking about the Kickstarter. You know what? So now here I am interrupting a transaction <laughs> are you Val? Yes. Hi, Val. You to say
1: hello? To hello. Of, how are uh, you? This is Val,
2: yeah. who you just did a picture yes. for. Val also cool. is one of the people who
0: or- helps organize. Yes.
1: I organize a Comic-Con the Comic-Con at Sheridan College. Oh, Sheridan, very cool. Sheridan
0: yeah. What do you mean? Sher- what, what, huh? Sheridan has a comic When Comic-Con. did this happen? Uh, at the Brampton, Brampton campus, Man. and I've been going there for what three, four years yes. now. Really? Yes. It didn't ah, happen this year. We had some 70. issues. We're
1: trying to expand it to all the other campuses because we have three campuses. Okay.
2: Yes. Well, I want to come. Of course, I'm going to you. Can I come? Of course. An Elegant I Weapon come. podcast. I'm an all oh, I talk to all of these clowns. Perfect. We'll all the clowns you. You. you'll have at your show <laughs> are the clowns that I talk to on my clown <laughs> Perfect. Show. An Elegant Weapon <laughs> yeah, TV yeah. we where had a we can match do live on. Really? That's super cool. Quidditch and stuff. How did I know? And they have that? pub nights? Yeah, you know what I used nights. to love about Sheridan back in the nineties was uh they had the pub there. It was called the Cage. The Cage. At the one at the Oakville Cage. Oakville, yeah, that's Marquee. So, yeah, and they'd always have uh the poster shows. Do you remember those? Yes, and yes. The, that's where I got my true romance poster. The Tarantino, yeah, uh, I mean, the greatest piece of art ever made by man, bequeathed unto the earth by God to <laughs> romance, yes. Have you yes. read the
0: original screenplay? I'm, di- I'm digressing.
2: That's Have Alabama you... on my arm. I don't Dude, know if that's you've awesome. noticed. That's Alabama on my arm. Well,
0: I'm sure you know oh, that the original oh. screenplay was out of order in the same way that Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction yes, because, was out. Well, well, and then Tony Scott,
2: you know, straightened well, it up Tarantino again. Tarantino had made Reservoir Dogs, and then they were like, okay, let's do... Because he, he had made a pre-version called An American Boyfriend. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. It was like a pre- kind of homemade version of True Romance. Uh, Alabama's name was Crystal and all this weird stuff. He actually filmed it? Uh, a little bit, yeah. And, and Quentin played Clarence. Of course he did. And then they were like, okay, Reservoir was awesome. We wanted to do True Romance, but we don't think you're quite ready to direct this big a budget yet. So the story will be yours, but we want Tony Scott to direct it. And that's why it's like the only Tarantino movie directed not by Tarantino. Uh, uh, Natural Born Killers. Yes, that is true as well. Directed by Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. And all brilliance. You're drawing a pony. Yeah, not who's my forte. T- who's Tamara? Is all that my a friend friends. of my friends. I'm going to surprise
3: her with it. She's actually over right there.
2: Oh, okay, I'll be <laughs> quiet. Really okay. <laughs> <quiet. Sneak> attack, Shh. <laughs> yeah. Quiet. Sneak Samoir attack. Okay, Kickstarter. <gasps> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, we
0: have a creation... Called Zip Kramer, that (laughs) Marvin and I were. This is how Marvin and I uh, actually uh, became a team. We were paired up for a story in Monstrosity, the local Canadian anthology. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I. Prior to this, I, I didn't know Marvin very well. We hadn't worked together. In fact, uh, to be to be honest, I was expecting to work with Chris Yao again because oh, okay, uh, Chris yeah. and I
3: you do about
2: a about it. a uh, half. You know, sorry, I'm a blanking on the title. Yeah, no, but they they <laughs> also did a, they also did a short story. Oh, they did. Okay. In. Uh, didn't uh, you? Uh, Hogtown Horror? Yeah. Yes, yes. And what's it called, again? Uh, Dwayne's Inferno. And it's pretty much one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in my life. You have to folks, the story. folks should go out and check yeah, out yeah. the yeah, Canadian
0: anthology Hogtown the the Horror. The last page
2: is about as disturbing as a comic well, book could get. I, I handed my
0: pitches in, and it was fairly, because, you know, Chris's action-adventure monsters, so I handed them in our original pitch and then Nelson the editor came back and said hey could you guys uh go a little more towards the horror something a little more disturbing rather than your usual action comedy stuff and and so so I brought my brought my game
2: nice I brought my game it
1: was it
0: was was a definitely and And Chris, once it came back to me in art form, uh, it was certainly cringeworthy to me (laughs) to see what he actually drew. And Chris as well has been at the Sheridan uh, Comic Con just to bring everything full circle. So where are
2: you from then? Brampton. You're from in Brampton there, eh? So you're a stadium comiker. Oh, yes. Stadium all the way. (laughs) And yes, Stadium's the sponsor of...
1: The Sheridan
2: Keep talking about this Zip Kramer bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Zip Kramer versus Galactic Slavers.
0: Basically, uh, so Zip Kramer has appeared in a few anthologies at this point. So the upcoming volume of uh, Strange Romance, volume two, has another Zip Kramer adventure. And so... uh, Who
2: the fuck is Zip Kramer? Zip Kramer
0: is the galaxy's worst hero. So (laughs) essentially, uh, he always approaches things in a very well-meaning fashion but things end up horribly for him okay. in every single adventure and uh, at first he was just a one-off one-gag character again Marvin and I had so much fun uh, creating this parody of essentially Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers and all these other old school space opera heroes right. um, that we decided Mar- you know Marvin and I yeah. would keep the party going so we... but. Unfortunately for me, uh, he was a one-off character. He was a one-note gag, and I had to really Blush struggle man. over a while to find my hook into this, and we introduced his sidekick, Nuon. And, stru- and
2: by struggle, you mean it was a difficult role? Uh, uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Whoa! Live! <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> <Rival>! bro! <Glam-dum>! Anyways. <laughs> so uh, what the fuck is with so- you Toronto writers and your love of sci-fi? Uh, Toronto is Star mad Wars, for, like, Star rockabilly. Wars, Star Wars, but it's no, it's more of a pulpy, That's rockabilly, true. psychobilly type. Like no, no, between I... this and like you know Black Hole Hunters Club and some of the wacky you're, shit, going you know what? On. I, you're absolutely you know? right. I, I, it hadn't occurred to me before, it's but one it thing is. that stuck out to me about Toronto because everywhere has their niches. Like Michigan, Michigan is a huge horror state. That's true. Like they loved to put out their horror comics, and Toronto loves its pulpy sci-fi. It does. Yeah. It does. And I
0: think the 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 well, Toronto has its its roots as well in in that kind of thing. You you know, during the uh, war, right. for example, Toronto had its so, well, Canada in general, but Toronto as well had its own pulp. Industry, yeah, 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 but yeah. not only that. Uh, it was also the the pulp fiction because oh, they yeah? had the prohibitions over paper. Uh, so there, there's a, a tradition that comes from that. And then I think a lot of the old school fans. Uh, I know for a fact, for me, I first discovered all these old pulps and the be- beautiful, uh, painted illustrations because in Toronto there was a show called, I think it was the old uh, pulp and paper show oh, yeah. at the uh, what's it that, that library we met at that no, 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 oh, the, no. That's in what college the and, is. college yeah. and uh, Spadina, or something. College and Spadina. Yeah, yeah. They they had the Lillian H. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, Smith Library with a science fiction collection, but they had a have a pulp show every year. Right. And right. that to me really burned into it because I watched Flash Gordon, I watched Buck Rogers as a kid, but then you went and discovered, yes. you know, the old 1930s, the smell of the pulp and nice, the paper nice. and those I used beautiful. I still love
2: the old Western pulps. Yeah, My yeah. grandfather had a bunch of those old like. Not the comics, but like the magazines.
0: You know what I mean. But your your description is absolutely right. I yeah. think uh, in terms of what we're doing, it is kind of like the old uh, uh, remixing sure. the old pulps with more of a, a punk rock attitude. Yeah, absolutely. I, what I, I love about Trump? And yeah, we're we're sort of yeah. turning the genre on the yeah. ear. We've introduced his sidekick Nuon, a uh, uh, little orphan New- girl <laughs> who's the most wretched girl in the galaxy. But to to her. You know, anyone who's even slightly nice to her is a hero. So it's all become relative. So Zip right. Kramer, in her eyes, is in fact a hero, whereas the rest of us think he's a huge fuck-up. But it's well, all, it's all right. And that was have. my, yeah, that was my that hook into it. Stories. And sure. she's she's actually brought a, a huge amount of heart. I'm scripting... Uh, so who's doing what? Yeah, you're scripting, I'm you're scripting writing. the floor. Are four, you doing any drawing at all? Or uh, yeah, all I painted... And... Uh, nope. Basically, uh, I've gone and painted a cover as well. You, you see painted my star. This cover. Yeah, you see. Uh, well, this looks
2: very. That's looks very, very Star Wars. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
0: essentially, I I uh, painted one of the covers. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of uh, guest artists. Chris Yao did another cover, but nice. uh, Marvin is the genius behind
1: this. Nice, Marvin.
2: Yeah,
1: that, Marvin is the genius behind this. Well, well, are you the genius behind uh, Kramer Marvin song? No, that's mostly it's mostly yeah, uh, uh, Sam Noir there. Oh, uh, Ed, A.K.A. Sam Noir.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Marvin. Keeps throwing these awesome designs at me. They they inspire They're me. Awesome. The, it's very yeah. black hole
2: hunters in a way. Were you inspired by those fellows at all? Oh no! I've never read
1: Shame. black. I've never read, I've never read.
2: I've never read black hole hunters. It's very inspired. These these out there creatures are the same kind of way. They really go out there with their creatures. Where they're not defined by like yeah. humanoid or any of that kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, this is the other thing. The first,
0: the first uh, yeah, Zip yeah. Kramer story was very much sort of. Uh, um, how shall I? A metaphor okay. for a mixed race couple being together. Zip Kramer oh, nice. of course. Uh, we'll will flip through this real quick. But uh, in this, he basically uh, feel to him he landed on a on an alien planet. Turns out it's just the suburbs of uh, of a. a intergalactic multi-alien okay, yeah. species yeah. suburb yeah. and he's into rather than uh, you know those old pulp covers where yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, a gorgeous woman would be attacked by a tentacled yeah. monster and stuff there like that and we again we, we, we turn all of this on its on its ear and it turns out he's just interrupted uh, their their Friday night ah. as a couple and right, so right. their uh, daughter comes in and relations. what's going what's going on right. and, and it just sort of uh, uh, flips the genre on its ear shows it's awesome, uh, right? the xenophobia is right, again yeah. a very obvious uh, metaphor yeah, for yeah, racism yeah. especially uh, That's in, a great in, idea. in this time First we're, impressions we're what? Aren't always what they Yeah mean. yeah so it is a, the galaxy he runs around it is populated by Creatures who you would otherwise, in a traditional pulp comic, think of as uh, "quote unquote" yeah, evil the creatures monsters. or monsters, yeah, where yeah. in fact they're just the regular folks. So yeah, right. the, the the policemen. The the in the second story, yeah. we've got a meter maid that's you know nice. happens to be a, a creature nice. that's actually the. It looks like a fierce uh, a monster, but that's a family pet that <laughs> Zip Kramer has eviscerated uh, awesome. in that's his in his well-meaning. It. So yeah, it 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 this. And again this was our original gag and then we've yeah. expanded the galaxy and it's actually become very operatic and and the latest story is actually uh uh well as as i'm writing it i'm i'm finding i'm i'm very moved and touched by some nice. of the, the so we're doing issue two right now uh we're actually going to be again Kickstarting a trade. Uh, we've already got oh, okay. uh, two issues out. Uh, the third adventure. Well, zero
2: and number one. Zero, and so number you're one. On number
0: two. Yeah, and actually we're, we've decided to uh, skip ahead. We, we've got four stories, so we're gonna we're gonna just uh, have that fourth story as an exclusive okay. for the trade paperback, along with oh, uh, a stories. Yeah, stories that are uh, going to be filled out by guest artists.
2: Nice as well. So, nice. yeah, That's look. Awesome. Uh, I look forward to this. Not, I like, I not like more good. space sci ness It's my favorite. There you go. And combining the minds of I Marvin know. Law and his giant ass onion rings. Yes, sir. Holy shit, those are huge. $6.99. My God. Yes, yes sir. They're like. Yeah. Onion-like bracelets.
0: The food at the geekery are like Batman TV show props. The giant size, giant size hamburgers.
1: I'm ordering those.
2: Nice. All right, so Marvin Law and Sam Noir are doing Zip Kramer. The Galactic Slavers. Y'all need to check it out. When's it get, or sorry, versus uh, the Galactic Slavers. When is the uh, Kickstarter going to start that? The Kickstarter are in and around
0: uh, Toronto Comic Con, so in March. So around uh, yes. the St. Patrick's But Day. in the meantime, they can read the third uh, Zip Kramer adventure in full color
2: in uh, Strange Romance, uh, Volume 2. Strange Romance, Volume so. 2. And then the Kickstarter for this as well. Kickstarter, what is it, March 1st for Toronto Comics 24? Uh, 4? Uh, yes. Kickstarter's yes. all over Comics. the goddamn place. Toronto Comics Volume Anthony 4. Crazy. Anthony Rutgazer. Uh,
0: Gwen Howard. Heroes
2: of all room C going.
0: Well, oh, this one. Val's yeah. sure. Yes. Val is gonna buy the Gollum versus Dobby print. It's
1: awesome. Oh, that's, that's adorable. adorable. And
0: you want you to copy fanfiction as well? Uh,
1: I'll get this because we're gonna get oh, you for our um anyway, sure.
0: I'll sign it at the bottom. And Sam's into his stuff. All right, thank thank you very thank much. You. I'll finish your sketch. We real love quick. you, Sam. We love, we love an elegant weapon, Val <laughs> and I.
2: Uh Val, what is it? Uh, so it's not happening in two thousand seventeen or you're trying, We're trying to trying
1: to aim for it because of all the construction going on at uh, the campuses and they're right. fighting for the university. There's uh, a little issues with space right now. Well so I, I hope I
2: wish you the work. best. Yes. I wish you good luck. Yes. If it happens, please oh, yeah. let me we'll know. Find you. I will bring best my loud mouth there. Perfect and we That'll will shout from wow. the mountaintops and they will all know. All <laughs> of them will know. All of them. <laughs> It'll be amazing. All of them, Marvin. How are your giant Marvin's onion rings? Hot, hot.
1: <laughs>
2: Good times. How's it going? It's party going on okay. up in here. Look at that. Okay, in. I want to pronounce this right. It's gills. Gill. Gill.
3: Yeah. So the extra L E S is silent. It's French, so it's, it's actually a bijou. Okay. I want to say it the proper way. So it's Gil paye. <laughs> right on, man. Good times. Good times. So what are you doing here? I'm here with uh, Vinny. That's We're, fun. Uh, promoting the new book. That's exciting. New issue out today. Yeah. Yeah, uh... uh... Way. Yeah,
2: man. He was telling me earlier, he designed that character while he was sitting in an emergency room with a broken
3: arm. With his broken arm, yeah. And he
2: drew it for the first time.
3: Yeah. He <laughs> did a Hamilton Comic Con with that broken arm. That was interesting. Yes, I remember seeing him there too. Yeah. When he can't throw that cast away, I guess, because Bob Camp it Yeah, yeah. Trainer. It's upstairs in his room. I've seen it today. i actually seen it today. I was wondering what happened to it. <laughs> That's kind of gross. So talk about your involvement with these fellas. Well, right now I'm just uh, helping Vinny get Bob. I'm uh, just trying to promote and help keep, help artists get recognized. I have a web or pa- uh, a Facebook page that's uh, Niagara Art and Comics. Community, right on, and that's uh, just to help artists get more known. You know? Awesome. So you're just a fan. You've been a fan I'm a fan. Forever. I'm a fan of comics art, and of comics have always been part of my life. I was one of those, you know, <laughs> got bullied as a kid, so I stayed at home and read my books. Right on, man. So, yeah, we all feel uh, that for sure. Yeah, I think everybody touches that way a little bit. So I know it's harder for those people to, uh, I don't know, reach out a little bit. Absolutely. Right. Because yeah. the the artists are more. They're they're. Into their art, yeah, for you know, sure. so well, to get to some help, to help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to get some help and help promote. So you promote. live down
2: here in the Niagara region. I live in
3: Welland, yeah. Okay, right yeah. on. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. This uh, this area is growing fast. Oh, it's huge, it's Welland. I area. mean, this geekery alone awesome. is helping so much with a place for everybody to come that, together. Yeah, well, a thing. Started with the Niagara Falls Comic Cons, and Jewish. it just yeah. you know they didn't know if it would work, and it blew up. There's a lot of geeks in the area, so right, right. You know, you got to start somewhere. It's such a
2: touristy area touristy the area.
3: Convention. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. It's summer, right? Yeah.
2: Like you know and it's it kind of ridiculous when you think about it it's, and it's only in it's like fourth year or whatever fifth year fifth, i think it's yeah. fifth year
3: this year yeah that surprises so. me that's like crazy man but, well yeah. good on you
2: man that's yeah. what we need we need people supporting the cause and
3: Definitely. doing
2: this sort of stuff you know yeah Vinny and Bud's a fun comic book so but how do you is. meet these guys through comic con
3: oh yeah yeah, yeah actually uh well i recently separated so i went out one yeah. night um just trying to sure, get out, right? Busy, uh, <laughs> I oh, ran into him crazy. with ran into him with some friends, some old friends of mine, and we just had it off awesome. that day, and found out when I was like, "Oh, you drew that book? I have all your books at home." And he's right like, on, "Oh, actually, all right." <laughs> so that's super yeah. cool. Right? That's yeah. that what happens, it right? started because my daughter. It caught my daughter's eye. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So she's oh, and drawing right daughter. That's the my ball. daughter right okay. there. In one Who actually has her own broken arm, wrist, what, uh, at the finger ball. right now, pinky. Really? She had to get that. All that up for a pinky. pinky? Yeah. Finger? Yeah, just because of the way that the pinky is. So that's the only support they can do. They wow. can't put a splint on it or anything. So. Oh, that sucks, though. A good thing for her, she's a lefty, so she can still write. Yeah, and look draw. at her
2: go. <laughs> oh, some excellent lines you got going
3: there. Very nice. You've got it. Yeah, you got to n- nurture that going on. Oh, eh? for sure. That's yeah, another yeah, reason, yeah. you know. Like, absolutely. I've always seen the talent with her, and I want her, her to be able to excel in what she likes, too. Yeah. You know, I you got to do something you're what passionate better, about. That's absolutely, life. Absolutely, man. And... and starving artist is a true thing so if you can help them not be so starving yeah yeah why not right
2: well good on your awesome fathership to be bringing yeah. her to these environments oh. man and like you know filling her with the proper influences she needs yeah, it's fantastic sure. so oh, yeah for sure it's very cool man well listen everybody pay attention to the name Gil yeah, he's thanks. gonna be out here he's gonna be around probably pop up here and there the show again in the future be oh, hanging for hanging sure. out with I'll all be all these around. clowns so <laughs> it's nice to finally get a chance to talk to you man nice finally meet you too yeah, man right on well, thank there, you man, man cool we're sitting here we're talking to graham pronounce your last name
4: Miserak. Miserak. That's right.
2: now i ran into you I'm, i can't remember the exact first show it might have been a fan explorer comic-con but i remember i i, I known you already when i ran into you at the gta comic-con yeah at the one they had uh up near the airport yeah exactly. that was the first show that you had the posters yeah for your book. That's right. But I'll go back to the beginning here so people know what the fuck I'm talking about. There's a book out there I've talked about on this show many, many times called Yuki vs. Panda. Now, to give you guys an understanding, I fucking hate manga. I fucking <laughs> yeah. hate it. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Just for a million reasons yeah. I won't get into. No, fair enough. So, you know, I don't look... I don't, my eye isn't caught by stuff like this. Yeah. For some reason... I cannot remember to tell you why I gave Yuki vs. Band a shot and was so fucking blown away oh nice and as it says on your banner which I'm very very proud of fucking totally not what I expected from that's an it. elegant woman. That's it. it? It's not. And that's what we... No, do you mean this as a satire or a North American styled
4: manga? Because it's a weird balance, man. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's totally like a satire. It's a biting love letter. That's what I like to call it. Because okay. uh, I like it, but I mean, the things I love about it and yeah. the things I hate about it, they're both in there.
2: Okay. Yeah, so, see, that's what I got from right? it, right? That's it, But you do it so purely, and the art is so fantastic. She's amazing. That It stands up to any actual manga or comic. Awesome. So
4: it can be confusing in that way. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, hopefully... I mean, you got it, so I'm hoping people will... I got it after I read it, and
2: I try to explain that to people.
4: But let's lay it out. So basically
2: lay it out like I said before sure was this little girl she goes to the zoo with her grandfather she picks on a panda years later the panda escapes the zoo and seeks her out to an revenge.
4: that's it that is it
2: and it's as simple as that but it's so well done Thank it you. is so it's it's hard to call it satire because it's it's like manga done at it its best
4: yeah, which almost makes it satirical. Does that make sense? It is, and we've actually had a. Fi- I've had a hard time kind of finding my niche because right. we're sort of yeah, yeah, not quite one thing or another. Yeah, it's a hard thing to sell, but it That's could. It. It,
2: it, not saying it's not. Uh, relatable to one or the other Manga fans will love this Non-manga fans will
4: love this It's how you're introduced to it, I right, think Right, yeah. right
2: So at least you can approach everybody, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think so So is that kind of your style? Because you're pretty up and at them at the cons You're out there yeah,
4: talking I'm really, to folks yeah. yeah, I'm really trying to do it This year especially, like more and more, you know. Right, right. Yeah, so we're out there for sure.
2: Because I have issue one as the Ash King. Yeah. And I've not read issue two or three, which are out now. Yet. Okay. Yep. So, without spoiling too much, where have we ventured on this
4: three-issue journey? Okay. Well, number one, as you know, is a lot of uh, you're setting up the story and the characters and nothing like that. Um, number two. Without again, without spoiling too much, we got uh, Panda finds Yuki in book number two, right. and there's a there's a kerfuffle to put it uh, okay. lightly, you know. Yeah. There's some uh, serious beat downs. I don't know what your censorship was like, but some S gets uh, kicked, and uh, yeah, the third book. We start learning that there's actually even more going on than they even know together. Okay, perfect. that's what I was going to ask you. It's a fairly simple premise.
2: Yep. How do you keep that kind of premise going? So you are building on to the story and bringing more it, of course, which obviously you have to be doing. Yeah. You're reading more episodes. I mean, that's
4: it. Are you finding it difficult or is it all flowing to you or is it just coming out in droves? What's the deal? Yeah, good question. Totally, just I mean, I've been thinking about this character, these characters, and this storyline for probably four or five years at least. Oh, wow, man. Yeah, oh, like so. even before I even had the books, they were just floating around in my head and stuff too. So, uh, yeah, no problem. The story is just coming. I know where the story is going. It's done already. Like, so the end is in your head. The end's already done in my You're head. Yeah. Right? So I know where I'm going, which just helps. Uh, oh yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I
4: get I'm just pacing it out now in each book and trying to make blanks, each each book it. its own little thing, little right, right. piece of the story. Yeah. So
2: how far how far do you say we're gonna go with this? Do you have a like ten issue series? Or, like maybe just like
4: a trade in mind? Uh, the main origin story, six parts. Okay. So we got one, two, three right now we got three more to go okay. for the full story. And then I'm planning uh, like kind of one-off uh, like like trades.
2: Okay, that's great to hear. So yeah. This is gonna go for a bit then. I, I this really isn't want like, to. Like four issues and done. No,
4: this is like the backstory. This is awesome. Yeah, this yeah, is just yeah. the backstory. The whole stuff is gonna come later. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That's so, awesome. Talk about your artist. Uh, she's fantastic. Uh, she is from Finland, which is crazy. But, you know, thanks to the Internet, you can hook up with everybody now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she's in the States now. But and her uh, name? Her name is uh, Annalisa Jones. Right. She goes by A.L. Jones on the books or Penali online. Okay. And, uh, yeah, she just instantly got it. She was the first artist that I, like, auditioned to, to be the artist for this book. And after hundreds of others, she was the one really? that I went with. Yeah, so you
2: had like demand, like people really wanted to. Do people
4: this? were really into it, and oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that she was the Also, to boost best. the
2: confidence for you. It was. people having read your story and
4: like. It was. really wanting to do it. It was huge, yeah. So, Dude, But she got it. So, she got it. Yeah. yeah, so
2: it was right away you saw... Uh, Disney
4: meets anime was like how I how I kind of put her art style. Totally. And right. I was like, that's it. Right, East meets right. West, Disney anime, perfect. Yeah, yeah. and
2: yeah. she seems to have a fun-loving spirit about it all. As far as we were talking earlier, the prints you made. Mm-hmm. So she made movie posters yeah. of real movies like Star Wars and stuff, yeah. but featuring Yuki and Panda. That's it. Like, and they are not just as... I don't want this to sound wrong. Like as simple drawings as the comic, but they are like—they're actually they're like a step up. They're like a. Pain, they look like, like the, post, yes, the posters. Yes, yes.
4: Like you actually have to do a double take because Absolutely. like little like details and yes. yeah, yeah, she does it all. Yeah. That's fantastic! It's friggin' man. brilliant. So how
2: does this relationship work? Do you—is it like? Uh, like Skype or just email and email. send it on over and that's it. Email, right? yeah,
4: that's it. We've we've never actually talked uh, in person. Still, you have no. not
2: had like even a phone conversation. No,
4: it's all email. Dude,
2: that always blows my mind. I phone, know, isn't right? it nuts? Her English is well, though.
4: Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, okay. she lives in the states now, so I'm sure. Oh, does she? as yeah. Well,
2: whereabouts in the states?
4: I don't know exactly, but I'm trying to get her. You know, to meet halfway, so she can come yes. up here and I can go down there. This and, is incredible. Yeah, this it'd be so awesome. Exciting I know she was like half a world away point. before, so yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially with so many shows in the states. I know
4: along the border. I'd love to oh, get in there. Yeah, that is super exciting. Yeah, I love.
2: It's one thing I've, I've come across doing the show now, for the while that I have. It's all these amazing books that were created by people who have never spoken.
4: Yeah, isn't you know, that weird? Because
2: Twitter such a, in the internet, is such an amazing thing. These beautiful works of art, intense, detailed stories come out of these collaborations of people who've never met. I know. And one of my favorites is Tart. Oh yeah. With uh, it's Kevin Joseph. Okay. And the artist on at least the first few was Ludovic Saleh. Okay. And they've never met and they put out this book it's about time-traveling assassins
4: okay awesome I'm but
2: it's so much more than that it's right. kind of like your book where gotcha. it takes uh if you hear the premise it seems fairly basic but it is taken to a different sure, place like I'm a sure. certain different level the art in this book it's, it's all these beautiful retro painted pastels oh nice it's a beautiful book amazing beautiful. story it all goes together and they had put out maybe three or four issues okay. before they'd ever even met that's and crazy. they finally met at i think New York Comic Con yeah <laughs> that's like, a good like, one to meet too man yeah no cons. kidding yeah
4: they finally meet there yet
2: they had put out this thing and it blows my mind
4: that's insane it's insane yeah. you're totally in the same situation yeah I don't right. even I didn't even really think about it like that but yeah I mean oh, when dude, you stop I to think it about it yeah. no,
2: I hear it's a pretty common thing especially in this day and age with artists trying to match Isn't up that awesome? writers
4: you know that's great though I, yeah, I'm yeah. so glad that that's like the, the good side of the internet right it is <laughs> there's, well there's pretty glorious sides yeah. like
2: look at this podcasting thing some bozo like me who had wanted to get into I wanted to be a movie maker Yeah. I want to do is be a film director awesome screwed up my life yeah. did a bunch of stupid shit Wasted yeah. waste the time yeah. did drugs blah 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 yeah. eventually as luck luckily i pulled my shit together nice but never to the point where i could have just dropped everything maybe i could have but then all of a sudden this podcasting thing pops up yeah and all of a sudden i've got this medium to express myself yes. through in some artistic way yeah that cost yeah, me not a nickel. Anybody can do it. Yeah. It's like, but almost today anybody can do a comic as well.
4: But you know what? That's the yeah. thing. But not everyone can be good at it. Like no, as you know, right? Not like at all. that's it. Yeah. yeah.
2: So uh, how are things working? Like, how's the the fan base rounding out? Are you finding a certain areas really digging it? Are you getting certain people from a certain spot? Um, are you feeling manga people latching that's it. on?
4: That's that's actually an interesting question because as far as like me when I'm going to tables and cons. Right. I'm going mostly to Comic-Cons right now, so this year is going to be my first one really hitting oh, okay. up like the anime market. Yeah. Okay. So I'm hoping that's going to open up a whole bunch of new doors. but uh, I'm surprised you haven't yet. I, it's just uh, getting into the cons, they're a little less, um, I don't know, easier around, I guess. Comic-Cons are more prevalent, I guess. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, I know, it seems silly, but I definitely well, want to hit in there.
2: Maybe it seems a little silly just because of this area. I mean, Anime North... I definitely want oh, to hit right out right that, here, yeah. Like, you gotta do that one.
4: But the thing is, there's a lottery just to get oh, into the tables. Really yeah, like you can't, really can't just it. get in. So. Well, I think you have a very good shot too. I really you hope. St- stand out. You're I'm hoping, well, you know, yeah. You be like that. be like, what? I'm like, this come on, guys, there? just let me give me a chance, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, this is <laughs> good stuff. I'm so
2: fucking awesomely yeah. into what you're fucking doing. Oh, geez, Tell people
4: where they can check it all out. Uh, yeah, Yuki versus Panda, uh, vs Yuki vs Panda. And uh, dusk leaf is my um, yeah. production company, so I do my other books and stuff like that too. Yes, but, yes. But that's it. We're all online, Comicsology, Amazon, all you can get, all the good stuff, you know. And tell us about the new book here. Oh, Anubis Prophecy. Anubis Prophecy. What's happening here? Well, this is kind of my other side of my humor. It's still funny. It's still a comedy. Is this is funny. I know. I know. People don't. Sorry, not the Exactly. But uh, yeah. so it's about this girl who can uh, raise the dead. And these uh, cultists like basically... permanently? Well, that's her power. Okay. So um, without going into too much detail, all these descendants of the tribe of Anubis, they all have been, got oh. certain powers. Okay. So as the bloodline goes on, all, they all have different powers. And her particular power is to raise the dead, which is a very strong power. Yeah? So everyone kind of wants her to like do their own nefarious uh, reasons. And so she has uh, this giant uh, undead bodyguard, who's kind of very cynical and like, uh, well, he doesn't really... he's, He's not really... A person, right? So, Dude, yeah. So he just protects her, and he's like has to put up with babysitting, basically this little necromancer uh, chick, and <laughs> yeah. And, and it's gets pretty, you know, it's graphic. I like my gore, but there's, uh, it's not just gore for gore's sake. It uh, complements it. Dude, yeah. I
2: love your brain. I love the way that you take something that would, in any other situation, be a very basic, known, familiar premise. You got this slight fucking twist thing that you put on them <laughs> that gives them this sense of humor and this levity that you can't help but love man i uh, thank love, you, you I thank super, you super digging, i really do kids check out Graham, check out yuki versus panda and all this awesome stuff dude dude we'll do it again sometime
4: yeah absolutely as Thanks,
2: always cheers man awesome